Hello everyone, hope you're doing well. Seasons are starting to change for some of us, right? Some of us are starting to feel fall while others are starting with spring. It's funny how that works, no? Changes in season or just changes for that matter many times test our ability to adapt. Some look forward to change while others dread change, especially when it's a change they don't like. But nonetheless, change is important and necessary, especially if it will take you somewhere better. Change can be extremely good, but it depends on your disposition and what it's for. We'll talk about more about change a little further on. But meanwhile, I would like to help you focus on praying for the families of those affected by two recent incidents. One is a recent plane crash involving Lion Air Flight JT610, where 189 passengers were killed. The plane was just two months old. The flight took off at 6.20 a.m. local time and crashed just 13 minutes later. So, it's very sad. The other thing is the incident that was the anti-Semitic attack in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, just this past Saturday that involved a gunman killing 11 people and leaving six others injured at a Jewish synagogue. It's amazing how certain things can change in a matter of moments and in such an unexpected way. Let's pray for the various affected families and for God's comfort and peace for them. Let's pray. Lord God, I, I praise you and I worship you and I exalt you and I pray in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, that you please first forgive my sins. Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for everything that we have through him. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we pray, Lord God, for these different people that have been affected, Lord. Heavenly Father, we pray with what happened with that airliner, Lord God. Heavenly Father, just, again, things can change in a moment. They, they woke up that morning and they didn't think that was going to happen. And Lord God, at the same time, you know, the same thing with the Jewish synagogue, Lord God. And Heavenly Father, you know, whether it's accidents or whether it's intentional on some people's behalf, Lord, it's a lot of things just happen unexpected and and we pray now, Lord God, for those families that are affected by their losses. Heavenly Father, we pray for your peace. We pray for your grace on them. We pray, Lord God, especially if they don't know you personally, that they may come to know you personally through your Son, Jesus Christ. And that they might be able to experience your wonderful salvation and that peace. And despite the pain that they're going through right now and the questions that are in their head and and why and how and all of these different things, I pray, O oh Lord, that you may just comfort them, Lord, and that you might be the one that answers and comforts them. And, and Lord God, just gives them that peace that surpasses all understanding despite their circumstance, Lord. I pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus now, Lord, that you please guide us through your word, through your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Always help us to be sensitive and to understand what you want to tell us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We started today talking about change and that sometimes change can be difficult. The issue with change depends on what is actually changing and for what, like as far as the reason for the change. Many things can generate change in a person's life. Sometimes changes are voluntary and sometimes they are involuntary, as in completely out of our hands. As we look more into this, let's read today's Bible passage which can be found in Numbers, chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. 
And it says like this, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. I'm sure some of you have heard this prayer. As we read, this was supposed to be prayed over the people of Israel as the priests were ministering to them. Sounds pretty nice, right? If we go through the prayer, it talks about God's desire to bless his people, to keep them, as in to protect them. It also talks about how God's desire is to have his face shine on them, but for good, for grace. And it's also about the Lord's goal for peace in their lives and that his name be upon them. It's all about how God wishes to shed nothing but goodness on them. God's love for his people is truly wonderful and it's unmerited. This talks about God's grace and mercy because no one deserves his love or his goodness. Yet he desires to fill us with it. But what does his grace and mercy and love really entail? The Bible explains this to us in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10, where it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We see clearly that his unmerited gift of salvation comes through faith, but based on his grace. And well, since we don't deserve it, and that's what grace means, we can't boast about it. But despite salvation being a free gift of God, there is a purpose. As we just read, we were created with a purpose. Our salvation has a purpose. We were created as his workmanship in Christ Jesus for good works, so we should walk in them. So salvation is not just a get-out-of-hell card per se. There is a reason for it. All of us have a distinct purpose. We were all designed for something. Nothing in God is just because. Salvation is free through Jesus Christ, but it has a reason. And here is where God's love and desire to bless us should cause a change in our lives, a transformation in our disposition. Because of our sin, and all of us have sinned, our human destiny was to die forever because of our sin. But through Christ's sacrifice on the cross, and by repenting and converting from our sins and making Jesus the Lord of our lives, that destiny is broken. We are not hell-bound anymore because of God's grace. But this knowledge should cause again something in us. It should shake the very foundation of our existence. And it should compel us not just to take such a great gift for granted, but rather, we should correspond to that great love and mercy. It should create a response or a desire to search for God, to look for His will, to seek out the reason for why this great thing has been granted to us. We need to do something with this great gift of salvation. Jesus taught us through a story in the Bible that we must do something with what we are given. Matthew chapter 25 talks to us about the talents, and this is what we read. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, 
to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise he who had re- who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time the Lord of his servant, of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, There you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Each of the servants was given something, and according to their abilities, which meant that they were able to do what was anticipated. The one that received the least was given one full talent. They did not receive any instructions as to what needed to happen, and they were just given the talent or talents. But as servants, it was understood that something needed to happen with what was given to them. They were not just supposed to sit on the talent. There needed to be a gain. And as we read, the ones that did something with the talents, those that doubled their talents, were praised for what they did. There was a reward. But the one that did nothing with it was not praised. Actually, quite the contrary. The talent was taken away and he was sent to a very unpleasant place. You see, everyone wants to be saved. Everyone wants for God to bless them and to get great things from him. But few people understand that salvation and God's blessing come with a responsibility, with a purpose. I say that few people understand because the world would be a very different place if every believer understood that they were created with a God-given purpose. They were made with a plan in mind, and ultimately that purpose and plan should cause a great change of heart, from selfishness and self-interest to love, caring, and serving others. When receiving God's love and salvation, it should inspire to shed on others what God has shed on us. God's plan is very easy. It's to love Him with everything we are as a fair response to His unmerited love and to love our neighbor as ourselves, which means we need to help people, even those we don't like so much. Now, 
Is it easy to give up selfishness and self-interest? Not really, because it is only natural to watch out for yourself. But we need to really think about this. When we were lost in the world, or those that might still be, what did you gain or are gaining by just living for yourself? Does that guarantee you salvation? Does selfishness bring about the forgiveness of sins? Does thinking about yourself free you from the destiny of hell and eternal perdition? Does evil fill the void of your heart? I don't think so. It didn't do it for me, and I'm pretty sure that you and I are not that different. Only God can fill the void of our heart. Only God can guarantee us salvation through Jesus Christ. Only His purpose for our life can give us eternal goals. Life may not be perfect while here on earth, but what does a few supposed good years here compare to an eternity of peace, of joy, and all of the wonderful things God desires to bestow on those that love Him and follow Him? Loving and serving the Lord are the only things that can cause all of the changes necessary in our lives to produce the unimaginable and wonderful plans and purposes God has for each of us. God's greatest blessings come from allowing Him to change us for the good, no matter how hard it may be sometimes, and by following Him and serving Him with a grateful and loving heart. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, I praise you, I worship you, I thank you, Lord, because you want nothing but good things for us. You want to bless us. You want to, you want to do great things through us, Lord. You want great things for us. You want for our, our lives to truly have substance and meaning and, and depth, Lord God. That things are not just for ourselves, but there's a greater picture. There's a greater plan. There's a greater purpose. There are greater things that you want to accomplish through us. And by that way, Lord God, we will be blessed. And we will receive the things that you have for us. But if we commit to you, and we commit to follow you, and to believe in you, and to have faith in you, and to do those things that truly bring you honor and glory, Lord God. Heavenly Father, help us to understand that. Help us to understand, Lord, that you don't want to give us a life of sorrow and pain and agony. Quite the contrary. You want to give us a life that has true life and meaning, that has peace, that has love, that has joy, that, that has all of those wonderful things that are the fruit of your Spirit. Heavenly Father, help us to understand that doing things our way is not even going to make us happy, no matter how much we want to think it will. It will not. But when we do things your way, when we try to love you and serve you with all of our hearts, that's where great things happen. That's where the great changes in our life happen. And that is where we start changing the world around us, Lord God. Heavenly Father, help us to be light in a world of darkness. Heavenly Father, help us to understand that your purposes are they're just awesome. And again, that you just want nothing but great things for us. I give you thanks and I praise you, O Lord. I pray for every listener, Lord God, that they may just understand your love, your grace, your mercy, and what you want to do in each of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, as always, we'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to write us. May God bless you. 
The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world.